Walt and the Reese have been X-Files fans from the beginning. Patrick is watching for the first time. Together, they perform improv comedy in New York City, and now they're doing a podcast. It's time for Two Files and a Newborn. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Two Files and a Newborn. I'm Walter. I'm Larice. I'm under the weather. I think we should call it Two <laughs> that's, Files. That's Patrick... Because otherwise we're just like F-I-L-E-S, two files. How many podcasts are we into? Are we still talking about the name? I, I think I always call it two filings. Or always call it, I always call it filings. Well, you're saying it fucking wrong. I say, well, you know what? You know what's really wrong this week? You? Babylon. Uh, I'm the person who gave every episode this week a 10 or 11. This, what do you mean this week? This you week. this season? This year, the week, this week. Like almost every, well, every, yeah, in this season, I give it almost every episode a 10 or 11. Even the ones that you guys were like, oh, a three. I didn't give anything a three. The pack gave last I week gave a three. Last week three. Yeah, the last week. Pat three. doesn't. He he doesn't care about the characters. Oh, so I don't much. count. No, because I'm a newbie born. Yeah. it's a baby He's file. A I don't appreciate that opinion. He's just a noob. No, no I, a I noob think... is different from a newborn. Oh. No, they're not the same thing. I, I have no idea. A noob is someone that like pretends they know all the shit when they just like don't know anything. Well, I have a lot of shit to say, so we need to get to it, because I've been holding this in. <laughs> okay. I have not written my recap yet, because I don't want to put anything on the website. This episode Negative. should just be renamed What the Fuck. Yeah, What the Fuck. Um, Babylon is, to Chris Carter, what Phantom Menace was to George Lucas. It's ten times worse, <laughs> worse than Phantom Menace. Worse. At least Phantom Menace <laughs> had some cool effects or something. This is like, you know, and I've always said this about Chris Carter, visionary... But like George Lucas, when he's left alone in his own devices, and and I, I, I want to stop short. I think there's a lot of people in the, the Twitter sphere and the blogosphere calling this racist. And I, I think, I don't know if it's racist. I think it's insensitive at times. Racist to me is like it's not blatantly racist. But Oh, no, it's not blatantly <coughs> racist, no. even though the guy in the, in the beginning... Shiraz is in the car, yeah. and there are these bad, stereotypical Dallas people with cowboy hats walking around. First of all, the guy's name is Shiraz. Shiraz. Yeah. So it's a good one. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, that's uh, a pretty popular um, Arabic name, just yeah, so you I know. know. Which is uh, kind of funny. Different spelling. Because um, there's like a lot of lazy names in, this, in the writing of this show, so he picks... Yeah. A name that's also a wine. Anyway, I, uh, <laughs> Einstein. He, there, the guy, and the guy. He pulls up in his old car from like 1987 next to these people, yeah. and he's playing music or whatever. And they're like, "Oh, look, we got a visitor." Hey, boy, where you going, brother? He goes, "We got a little brownie." Oh boy, yeah, we got a little brownie. Over we got a little brown. Who the fuck? Nobody does There's that. Difference. Well, people, Texas. people online nobody does that. Say that's that everybody in Texas. No, it's not true. That's and that's a horrible stereotype. No, no, no there were there were people in Texas that were very offended by that too. They're doing it to illustrate a point of yeah. the way that you know Americans might view Muslims in today's day and age. Right. They right. don't Islamics. call them brownies. Well, some might. They don't. Uh, not brownies. The point, the point being. Is that it all kind of halfway through the episode didn't matter, really. <laughs> it right. didn't, didn't matter. <laughs> because out of nowhere it turned into a comedy episode, which is completely and totally inappropriate and insensitive to the entire topic. Yeah, I, I think the problem is, I think I there were two that separate it's episodes. It's, what the fuck, why is that there? I just think, like, you know, they painted this whole picture, like, making you kind of think it was like this... 24 or like Homeland right. style like episode yeah. where they're going to make a lot of commentary about it and never really bring in anything supernatural beyond the like just communicating with someone on the deathbed type thing right 
And then it's two nineteen nineties. It's so it's, it makes such a bizarre turn, but I didn't hate it. Right? Is that weird? I didn't hate it. I was entertained, <laughs> and I think the problem is we had two separate episodes. I think if these were like and I was telling the race in the car on the way in, if these were environmental environmental hippie terrorists that slipped Mulder some acid. So he could go on this comedic acid trip, country line dance. You know, I don't know. It's ever really justified what he was tripping on. Yeah, it, they didn't make it clear. Because little little uh, mini mini Scully there, right? Scully Junior. Uh, yeah. Um, placebo. She says the placebo, but she could. I, Is she covering you know, her ass? She could have just been saying that to cover her ass. Right. Because why would he trip so hard if it was just a. Well, power of suggestion. The power of suggestion. Yeah, and yeah, the power yeah. of suggestion is the reason why <laughs> certain people get young men to go do terror acts. And so I understand that, but <coughs> it's, yeah, I think there's two separate episodes here. Or Chris Carter sat at home. Would it be great if we had this younger model or um, mold of Mulder and Scully? Reflections of Scully. You know, reflections of Mulder and Scully. And he worked backwards, and this is what he came up with. You know, to get to the one gimmick. And he should never be left alone in the writer's room again. It should Spot be other people well, in there. Well, he's not left alone, truly. Even the, if the episode's written just by him, it's not truly, like, a lone effort. They, like, storyboard all these things out, and then people go and write their episodes. But I'm sure people <laughs> question this one less because he wrote it. A lot of people were offended. A lot. Well, it always. It's. Yeah, it's almost like a vanity type anything. project. Well, it's. It sparked some controversy pieces. in the Muslim community and also just the general uh, awareness yeah. of, you know, Islamophobia and a lot of it. Not all of it, but there are a lot of white people like super hypersensitive to that stuff now because you have to be super PC, um, which is, uh, which I think is, which I agree with, but. Yeah. And, you know, it isn't, this isn't, this is post 9-11 where yeah. I guess a lot of people are being pigeonholed as actors into terrorist number two instead mm-hmm. of playing a real part. Basically, every time we see uh, an Islamic character on television or, you know, a Muslim character, they're blowing something up. This is true, but it's also no way to portray that on television without casting them in that role. Yeah, I don't think that's the problem. Yeah, but there are terrorists that are not. Like the X Files isn't going to solve that diversity issue. The X Files is stars (laughs) white people. No, but I think until they do a spinoff where it's like, uh, you know, the larger problem I think is not that much. I mean, if we're going to do with Islamic terrorism, they're going to be Islamic. They're going to be Arab. I mean, they're not not all Arab though. Well, no, these are not casting. White actors as Indians anymore, right? You know, they're actually casting Native Americans, right? That's not the issue. Indians. It it wasn't like a fair and balanced portrayal of the community, and the the idea. You mean Hindu? Huh? No, 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 no. Well, no, I was talking like American Indians. Like these to have like oh, like Native Native Americans, just just like black face, brown face, whatever. Short circuit. Right, or half of them might have been. I just think of blazing saddles. You know, and Zizazari, Master Nun, can actually play an Arab, not just an Indian, but. He, the bigger problem is, though, they didn't show the larger community. Like, I, I want to compare it to the, uh, the X-Files episode, and I forget the name of it off the top of my head. I meant to look it up, and I forgot, where they go to Chinatown, and they're showing people from Chinatown that are immigrants, and they're being taken advantage of by basically the triads, you know. But there's no com- comedy in that episode, like, that comes well, that, out of middle of nowhere problem. with people in badonkadonk shorts. Well, like, yeah, honky-tonk. Honky-tonk and Mulder dancing. Well, and what the fuck? Ha- what the fuck? And then all moves. the gushy stuff at the end. They had plenty of time to deal with the problem. 
and they just didn't. And they, 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 you know, they could have really dealt with it. They don't have to go full home. No, they were too busy wrapping up Miller and Einstein's angst, yeah. which I didn't care about. Yeah. On the X Files, you know. Well, they did solve something. They they got the bigger terrorists. Right? They did catch him. So take an accident. Yeah, one did work. They're not going to solve like the diversity issues, the racial tension issues. No, 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 no. no. But they can address. They can show the community. Of they can. Which like I basically, didn't think it was bad. So, like. I think the bigger problem that people see with something like this now, it's a very 1990s portrayal of terrorism. You know, it's one-sided. You saw basically the mother and one chicken shit terrorist who didn't pull the button. You know, yeah, every time we saw like that was terrorist, like it was like bearded, bearded non, dude. Yeah, right. That was the only non-stereotypical um, Islamic is Muslim person. Instead of a modern show, which say there's this whole community out there of people, the Islamic radicalism is the minority. And I think the, the fear is the, so many people in this country are going to see that and see, see, they're all terrorists. And I think that's the bigger fear with a lot. It's the insensitivity of it. Instead of showing they showed this that. huge community. They showed the insensitivity of it with the nurse that came in. Well, no, they showed the insensitivity with, of the racist whites. Yes. But they didn't show the insensitivity. They did, well, no, what they didn't show, they showed the, the ugly side of it. But even that was very two-dimensional. Like, everything was very two-dimensional. It got sidetracked by Mulder <coughs> popping those pills. Right. When the woman was going off, being right. like, oh, they come to the country, and blah, 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 right. blah, going about her whole thing about <coughs> foreigners. Very She's going on her yeah. rant, and then she yeah. left, and then Mulder pulls the pills in his mouth. And it was like, eh. <laughs> and it was funny, but I'm like, well, this is so inappropriate right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, in a way, you know, what, however the portrayals may be in this episode... I kind of personally thought that this episode was the most modern episode. Yeah. Yeah, as far as like unique television writing goes, mm -hmm. whether that's a good or a bad thing. Right, right. Which right. is what kind of, um, you know, in my mind coming around about this six arc slash miniseries slash new series, it's like, you know what? Yeah, if you're going to reboot the series. Why don't you do weird shit? Right. right Why don't right. you be experimental with television? You already have a following. Why don't you make the episode half a drama and half a comedy and see what happens? Right. So in a way, that kept me a lot more engaged this week as opposed to last week, it, where it, it was just like this is I'm seeing the I'm just drawing all the connections it's like every other television show I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah it yeah. can do both, and it has done both. But I don't think Chris Carter is good at doing both. No. I think the other guys, <laughs> yeah. um, Darren, yeah. great at doing both. It could have been done. It was Vince, just, they missed the mark. Vince, great at doing both. <coughs> right, right. Um, you you know. did it every episode on Breaking Bad when you'd cry and laugh. I better yeah. call Saul back this week. And I the guys that used to do all the, all the like, Homeland, well, Amazing. Harold Gordon, who used to be on the show, probably should have written or consulted on this episode. Mm -hmm. And he wrote, you know, a lot of the earlier government episodes, conspiracy episodes, but he also writes 24 and mm -hmm. Homeland. Because apparently there were some objections even to the mom when she came in, her uh, ensemble, what she wore, right. was not authentic to what Muslims actually yeah, like dress. Yeah, science stuff, they're so nitpicky about it being very, yeah, science. They're trying to make it, yeah. Or at least, and the bullshit stuff sounds good. Well, they know? have Ann Simon as a consultant right. to do that. And you'd think they'd bring somebody in like this. It was very, you know... And I think another thing that might have pissed people off, the image of them in the dream was very Catholic. It was, right. You know, you know all right. of a sudden it's... they took a, an Islamic woman and her son and basically made them 
the Virgin Mary Bible and story. Jesus. Isn't that just Molder's <coughs> depiction in his own conflict? It is, but I think I think it's it's an imagery thing that is is in conflict with a lot of people. And uh, I, I didn't mind that so much when I first saw it. A lot of fans uh, were mad that he was being song. whipped by uh, Einstein. <laughs> and that he was Lord. dancing with girls. Hey. Oh my gosh. Like, are you forgetting that he, he, he watched a lot of porn? Rip off those t-shirts and flex those David Duchovny. <laughs> well, I remember what Chris <laughs> Carter said. Chris Carter told us personally, and, and it's told many people this, that originally they had even more skimpy outfits, and the censor said, "No, you gotta cover right, up." The a shorts more. were too short. The shorts were too short. We gotta cover up a little bit more. Should, did you want to talk a little bit about <laughs> the doppelgangers? Yeah, I, I, I well, you know what? I think the, I didn't... the problem with this episode that could have been a very interesting, funny episode. They seemed almost pointless by the end. They just seemed kind of like there. Well, I didn't give I didn't Robbie care. anything to do. I, I didn't think, care by the end. I just didn't care yeah. about their story or the their chemistry. I think they focused on Einstein being a Scully too much. They didn't focus on Robbie being Mulder. But enough. she wasn't a Scully. She wasn't. No. She, she wasn't. was ten times more sassy. More and angry. She was very angry. She was bitchy from the beginning, but from the hot. get-go. The minute she got in there, she was very, like... <laughs> Bossy. And it's like the and opposite of what's going on. Poor Miller right is so whipped, man. Yeah. She's just like, we're leaving. We need to go to the airport. And she was, yeah, she's totally trashing both Mulder and Scully. Mm-hmm. And that one line made everyone pissed when she said, oh, she's clearly in love with him. Yeah. Oh my God, people got so pissed. Do what point do like naming a character Einstein either? <laughs> and a distant relation? She claimed distant yeah, relation. Yeah, but like, come on. That was so unnecessary. <laughs> Yeah, but I think why it was supposed that, to be a joke. Why even bring that like into it? I think that's another like problem in the episode, like the ongoing like Chris Carter trying to do comedy and not consulting a comedian to write the comedy. Well, they not wanted to make a, a joke about the Muslim. It just doesn't land. It's they like w- a half baked joke. Was it Scully that did her dissertation? Um, yeah, that maybe that's why. But also, they they wanted her to make sure she said, "I'm a medical doctor," because how many times throughout the series has, has Scully said, "I'm a medical doctor," "I'm a medical doctor," probably like fifty thousand times. Well, this time she said she's also a scientist. It says, yes. well, I'm just a medical doctor." She, she said, she was, "I'm a medical doctor," but she was she was focused on being a medical doctor, and she called him Miller, and uh, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I again, I thought I got the joke at the beginning. It was cute. Here's the fir- Mulder and Scully mirror twenty was, years later earlier coming in the door. It was cute. The when they first walk scene. In, you're like, oh, is this going to be like a spinoff? Yeah. Is this going to be who a reboot? Takes the throne. And yeah. The next a lot episode, of people were worried so. about that, and yeah. people were tweeting Robbie Amell and telling him, "Do not replace our our, our Mulder and Scully." Robbie Mell, I like Robbie Mell. He's a decent actor. He's a great kid. He. I don't think they gave him. He's not a kid. Shit. You know, I mean, like the like his. He plays kids, they, but he's not a kid. Why well, no? I mean, what what they wrote for him? Actors. What they wrote for him was like so understated, or you know, the way they directed him, it just like there was there was nothing there. Like they didn't do anything, give him anything. They gave her all this stuff because you know. But I really thought there was just you know they they was almost too soft, and I've seen him play much more intense characters. Like mm-hmm. it, so, it's not him. It's not him. It's just the way they gave it to him. I did want to say something about the name of the art gallery, Little Egg. Uh, Ziggurat is actually a uh, name of a building style in ancient Mesopotamia that they think is the inspiration for the Tower of Babel. There's a huge, like, early step pyramid type things. Well, it's also buildings. in the Bible, so that makes sense. Ziggurat? Ziggurat? No, the Tower of Babel. Oh, Tower of Babel, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And because uh, everything in the Bible is based on the Gilgamesh anyway. Another so. theory is that the whole mushroom trip was just an excuse to get the lone gunman oh, yeah. <laughs> the season at all. Right. That Had way to get they a can cameo. promise in the press that they're in it. Right. Really and it was like a bad Wizard of Oz moment. <laughs> oh, and the little gum were there. That was Triangle. Yeah. It was a callback to Triangle, yeah. which the same episode. I don't well, I've seen that one yet. That it's probably, a really good episode. Uh, it's one of the better ones. It's this a episode great episode. had a killer soundtrack. That's what I want to talk about. The music that came up. That's the music of Nightmares. Every country line dancing I've ever been to or ever seen. There's always one guy in a cowboy hat who thinks he can dance, and he's like the shit, and he's the biggest douchebag in the town. And that's just because he goes every week and he knows all the, week, he he knows all the like steps, but he still can't dance. And uh, he, he's like the local John Travolta, but he's not that good. And it's the same eight counts repeated a thousand fucking times, so it's not that impressive. But he does it with such fervor, and I'm like, holy shit, They're this so guy! Into it. He is so into They're it. They're in. This guy it. is a real cowboy. And uh, or but it, it it's just so bad like it's terrible. It's embarrassing. And I pick it up and I'm, I take I pick up choreography quickly doing dance for musicals and whatnot. And so I go there and by the second round of eight I got the steps no problem. There was like oh you picked up so quick we've been coming here for years we can't figure it out. But uh, but he so he looked like that guy and that's what I amused by he looked like that guy who really can't dance but is the best dancer in that town and. Is knows every eight counts to every single because every time they do a key breaky heart, it's the same dance. Yeah, who knows yeah. what he was doing on his trip and for real because he did actually leave the room and walk away. So because so where's Mulder? He's gone. Yeah, right, and then he's right, recounting right. everything, and they're just like, no, you weren't doing any of that. It's, no. it's hard to leave a hospital room and not be seen when there's like that kind of a big sliding they, door. They said when he woke up that he embarrassed a whole bunch of like like middle-aged people in a bar. Him. Huh? He scared them. Yeah. So who knows what he was actually doing? Like, hey, dude, you were there, dude. No, no the dude. people at the bar. Yeah, no, this So, while we're on this whole topic of this whole the the mushroom trip, after he was getting whipped by yeah, uh, Einstein and then Smoking Man, and then he climbs onto the boat and what, the Tom Waits song. Yeah, I have it here. <laughs> Um, when he climbs on, it sounds like Cookie Monster is like drunk or it's Aunt- Tom Waits. Is that Tom is that? Waits? Misery is the river of the world. Yeah. People love Tom Waits. Is that the same guy who sings everybody else? He's a guy with that voice and he's in the um he's in some of the Toe Gay movies as well. He's an actor too. Oh yeah? Is that who that is? Okay, because it freaks that that voice sounds like it's animal. Very famous voice. It Some sounds like animals. Very experimental. He's like one of those guys that just like puts out an album every year, like very under the radar. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Interesting. I thought the fucking Lumineers song at the end of the episode was extremely corny. Yeah, everyone loved that one. Everybody See, just likes that song, but it's like so overdone. That's more upsetting to me than their portrayal of. Yeah. <laughs> That they use that song? Other religions. <laughs> they use that song? Yeah, I'm like, come on. It was a little cliche. Yeah, that's what it felt like the end of the episode. Like, I think, Don't well, stop believing at the end of an episode. <laughs> yeah, that was like the third movie or third TV show that was inflicted into this thing. You had, ra- you had the racist terrorism, then you had 
the bad comedy, and then you had the bad soap opera at the end. Like, all of a sudden, it's picket fences or something. Everyone liked the end, but most <coughs> fans and most shippers want to say you should watch it with the on mute. Just well, watch they, it uh, on mute, the very the last loved, scene. Uh, Einstein's claims that she must be in love with him. Mm. That kind of pissed everyone off, actually. They're just going to get mad about everything. See, that's Why don't they write their own episode? I do agree that people are, are taking it to the extreme right now. Yeah. Everywhere, I mean, people have been bitching for the past three days, yeah. nonstop, about Chris Carter and how he ruined the for show. The past three days? Yes, nonstop. How can true fans bitch about Chris Carter ruining the show? Because they've been saying that for twenty years. No, but they're saying this episode is like, like I love the, the X-Files, but the Chris last Carter straw. Ruins the show. The last straw. Oh yeah, people, they're gonna not watch the next episode because <laughs> they're not gonna watch it. They just Go are like, fuck yourself. So mad at him. How they're do they like, survive he, after but I, I, I mean, a handful of us. I, I understand. I'm, I'm up to talking about what you did or didn't like about it. I'm always up for debating. I like mm-hmm. to hear different opinions. But when it's constant bitching and whining after a while, I'm every like, every season has one stinker. Well, to say you're gonna denounce everything is just like, all right, you're just being fucking dramatic. I will say this reminds I me. I forgave George Lucas. Right, I did too. Yeah, we all did. I was still entertained. And he had his racist moments too. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Must we not forget Jar Jar Binks? Jar Jar Binks. Even worse than Jar Jar, by the way, or like the Newt Gunray and like Boss Nass. <laughs> oh, the Trade Federation, the yeah. guys, and then like Watto, like the. The, the guy who's like Annie Anakin's slave owner. Mm-hmm. Oh very, god! Very like stereotypical <laughs> Jewish. <laughs> oh god! But yeah. does Einstein? Uh, okay, so if you're talking about Einstein and Miller again, does Einstein sees Miller with Scully in the hospital room when you know when the fake Homeland Security comes yeah. in? All that shit's going on. It's unclear who those guys are, but they're I, I, they're the guys from Continuum. I know. <laughs> they're Canadian actors showing up doing a day player role. They're interchangeable. They come in. They're not obviously Homeland Security. They try and kick them out. And then you have Einstein show up. She sees Scully and Miller together, and she calls Mulder. And the only reason she goes around with Mulder is because she's jealous. That is the Scully. dumbest thing in the world. But it's the like only thing that makes sense to me. It's like this weird wife swap shit going on. Yeah, it's like a wife swap. <laughs> you took my partner, I'm going to take yours, even though I just told him that I won't ever see him again. <laughs> yeah, I, that, I don't understand. Yeah, that was kind of stupid. I don't know. I didn't like her reasoning for that. It was awkward. It was awkward. Hey, we all got through it. That's why she's a mug woman. And the woot-woo. Say it. Oh, the woot-woo. Oh, woot-woo. Woot-woo! Say it. Say it. Woot-woo! Woot-woo! Oh, the mugwomp. Mugwomp. A mugwomp? He called her a mugwomp. He calls her a mugwomp. He says Scully was a mugwomp, too, right? Or... Or he's, he's, he's Scully didn't like being called that. She, she, he told her to sit down and shut up, and she say, "Do you talk to Scully like that?" Well, oh, here, Scully never gives him that much sass. Hello. A mugwump is a person who remains aloof or independent, especially from party politics. Okay. okay. Well, that makes <laughs> sense. Just not a very common word. Yeah. And they also didn't define it for her. <laughs> yeah, she just had to figure it out. And then Scully says, 72 virgins sounds like torture to me. She said that? The, 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 uh, they're talking about, oh, and the 72 virgins, oh, it sounds like torture to me. That is also an offensive line. 72 virgins? Yes. <coughs> I don't think that's offensive. That, that's a common joke. That's an old, that's like Laurie Kilmartin probably said that joke 
15 years ago. Right, but it's not 15 years ago. The only other thing I really had a problem with was like, come on, was like how he hears the Arabic in his mushroom trip and can remember exactly Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. was said in a different language. That makes sense. That's a ripoff of something else. That's been done before, like in the 80s or 90s. But that doesn't make any sense. If I walked outside right now and I heard somebody across the street like say something to me in Mm -hmm. Spanish, I probably wouldn't remember it because I don't understand it. It was was very vivid, though. (coughs) You can remember it. And when he... And they show the flashback yeah, in his head. That's a dead guy mumbling. Yeah, flashback. Memory is that good. Everybody wow. It's very intense. Everybody wow. And, uh, and and of course they're in the Babylon Hotel. They're bringing it all around full circle. I didn't so, really have uh, much else about this. You know, weird about this episode. Almost like had like a Hobbit or a Lord of the Rings. Peter, what's his name? Denouement. Like it was like this long, drawn out ending. Which again, they could have used. You know, they had about ten minutes of fluff <coughs> that they could have used to like bolster this story a little bit, and uh, that's how most TV procedurals are. A little bit. They just kind of waiting around. It was like blue bloods in that way, like oh, we, you know, we could get really cool more bloods. Cool bloods. Blue bloods. Blue bloods. Yeah, it was too much like like family like light drama, and uh, I liked opera. the last. I actually did like the last scene. Last one was tender. I thought they needed to kiss. <coughs> no, what they should have had happen. They should have had a kiss. Miller and Einstein should have kissed so they could really piss off the fans. Yeah, that would have so, been. So that would have gone over well. And Einstein can kiss, but Mulder and Scully can't. Yeah. And as I said, the beasting, the beasting of this episode was Gabriel warming up his trumpet. It's horrible because God is a horrible trumpet player apparently. So what are we giving this episode? I'll give it a seven. I'm going to take your three. Only because I don't know why the fuck the guy You mean my chose. three from last week? Yeah, I'm going to give it a three. Because I've never given any episode a three before. And I'm giving this okay. episode a three. It's not like something you need to hold out for. <laughs> it, 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 I've been waiting for this episode. He's very passionate about this. I've been so positive. And that's the only reason why like, I feel like I have to be fair. I've been so overly positive for some of these episodes. That this one just like, what the fuck? Is the, I'm retiding this I episode. Think, yeah. And I think for those same reasons, I was uh, entertained yeah. and paying attention. As opposed to last week where I saw the writing like five minutes before it was happening and just very bored the whole time. Right, 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 right. And, oh, you, and the other thing, why the fuck? I wouldn't imagine it. Why is his last meal a PB&J? Like, that's what he chooses for his last meal? Peanut butter and jelly? Going right buzzing. Back opening. I know. So this key person, whoever's yeah, unknown, yeah. I keep getting, there's like the tenth call that's come in that's unknown. I'm like... I can't pick up the phone. There's a it's reason. It's an Yeah, maybe I'll answer it next time. Put them on speakers. Hi, you're on a live podcast right now. The truth is out there is now a Vine trend, just so you know. The truth is out there? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. What are you giving it? What's the truth? What am I... What's the truth? Well, the truth is I was ready to give this episode like a six or a seven, and then I watched it again last night and realized how much it is shit. So I'm giving it a five <coughs> because I agree. It's really a big sloppy mess of what the fuck. <laughs> yeah. um, on the execution, technical execution was just. I think they oh. should have consulted Howard Gordon on this episode. I think it could have been a very good, interesting episode. And if you're looking for the right mix of comedy and terror, you can consult either Howard Gordon or Vince Gilligan, but Chris Carter, please do not write comedy ever again. I would have gone to James Wong for better comedy. 
Not nothing against James Wong, but he's not known for comedy. He's known the for American scaring Idol the shit guy? out of us. No, the the writer who scares the <laughs> shit out of us. Yeah, yeah. He wrote, Wong Wong. He wrote episode two. That was terrible. And, you know, the other analogy, episode. one last analogy I'll leave people with. This reminds me of all those episodes about a decade of SNL where it was just kind of god-awful, but they still beat Mad TV because... Uh, they still beat Mad TV because better production value. Mad TV was outwriting them left and right, but better tra- you know better portrayals of sets of NBC when Hardball was going on or better portrayals of the Oval Office. Just production value. And so... The production value was decent, but god awful execution. And I, uh, I'm sorry. So, with that, I'm Walter at Walt Frazier. If you want to chew my head off, but I, it sounds like, but I'm still being nicer than half the fandom out there. Hey, no so. one came at me last week. <coughs> Not I at all. give them an open invitation. Yeah. So awesome. they have an open invitation to come at you for this week, and you're liking it. Sure, I enjoyed it. It's not good. <laughs> But I don't necessarily need something to be good. I, I watched every fucking episode of Lost. You know what? In college, stage manager teacher said, if you could see the parts, the hole is not there. I, we're talking about the parts. And all we were should, talking about, there, there were a lot of interesting parts. As a whole, this episode was a total fail. I don't, I don't mean to be unsupportive either. <laughs> not at all. Because I, I don't. I want it. I'll be back next week. Because I think that David was phenomenal. Yeah, individual performances were great. And I think he's very, very funny in this I thought, episode. Uh, I forget the name of the young lady. And his dancing Einstein. was great. Einstein, I thought her energy was very entertaining. Seeing the lone Especially gunman was Matt. great. Number. She was going to be a little number. Yeah. Oh. But again, it was Phantom Menace. I'm a diehard Star Wars fan, so I, I watched it three or four times. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I want, yeah. I thought she was annoying, but it wasn't her fault. I don't know if she was written that way, but they really, yeah, she did a good job of being an annoying character if that's right. what they wanted no, she her did to be. Great. <laughs> and they don't write Scully like that. So we're very offended by that too. They're doing it to illustrate a point of yeah. the way that, you know, Americans might view Muslims in today's day and age. Right. <laughs> you don't know his name at this point. <sighs> uh, and I'm at the Pat Reedy. See y'all in hell. <laughs>